Welcome to the Big Fucking Feelings Podcast, a show on how to use psychology to process your emotions, train your brain, and deal with being a human. And now, me, your host, psychology major, corporate badass, and certified life coach, Michelle Kevill. Hello everyone, I hope you are well, and if not, at least you are here. So, I'm still figuring out the title for this episode, but as you would have seen, it is around cleaning. So, I have been meaning to write this episode for a while, and I've actually had a few clients with the same issue, so I thought let's bring it forward and let's get into it. So if you know me, you know that I come from a big Maltese family and I would say from what I've grown up with, a lot of Mediterranean families are quite big on cleaning. Not everyone is obsessed with it in the way that I have grown up and seen it, but me and my partner definitely grew up in very house proud families and because of that, we have become pretty anal when it comes to cleaning and this was actually extremely exhausting. It became a never-ending cycle of nothing is ever clean enough or it didn't stay clean enough for long. It then ended up leading to fights and arguments with my partner because we came from different family backgrounds and we both had different levels and perspectives on what clean is. Does this sound familiar to you? And the issue is we put our thoughts into a model and it just ends up becoming a never-ending cycle of nothing is ever clean enough. So if you take your thoughts that you have now and you model it out, you'll see it is just a cycle. We are assuming that our thoughts that we have about the mess in our home are like a sea line, when in actual fact, it's just all thoughts. (laughs) And I know some of you are listening to this going, no, Michelle, you have not seen my house. It is disgusting. I am telling you right now, it is all thoughts. Mess is determined by our thoughts all the time. I do not care if you have a million Lego pieces, if you have plates and cups of tea all over the floor and tissues and toys everywhere. They are all neutral circumstances. You have thoughts, you apply to them. So if you think, oh my fucking God, this house is a shithole, that can make you feel stressed then maybe you go into a cleaning range, which I love to do, little cleaning frenzies. You may get angry at your partner or your kids. You may keep finding more evidence that the place is messy and keep looking for new things to clean. And then you create the result potentially that you're doing everything and that your house is a bomb and that yes, you live in a fucking shithole because you were just looking for evidence that it is a shithole. Now, I already know what you're thinking, which is, okay, Michelle, I guess we just change our thoughts and we live in a pigsty. Is that what we want? (laughs) No. Look, before I go into that, firstly, I want to prove to you that it truly is your thoughts. This is because everyone's definition of clean and messy is different. My clean 
I guarantee you is someone's absolute very messy. Like I sometimes let my guinea pigs inside the house. Like I take the cage in. Sometimes there are bits of hay on the floor. I even let them roam roam around a little bit. And sometimes I do little, you know, little teeny tiny like capsule poops. Some of you are like meh and others are just like, what the hell? That is absolutely disgusting. That's because we have different thoughts about the neutral circumstance. And think about it, we all have that one sibling or friend that is either super crazy clean or ridiculously messy. I have extended family and friends where I genuinely try to find dust and mold in their house. I'm just like, tell me you are human, please. It is just like a showroom all the time. So the fact is, We all have different levels and ideas on what clean looks like. That is totally fine. So we can then work to create what I call just an ideal level, a happy middle ground for us to work with. I promise you, if you let go of these thoughts, you you won't be living in a pigsty. You'll be creating a balance. You'll stop that endless cycle of when you go into a fucking room and you just like you tell yourself you're going to do that one thing and then you end up cleaning the whole fucking pantry and you're there for hours and you just constantly look at your house and you go, this is disgusting. This is terrible. And then you're constantly like, why am I cleaning all the time? This is for the people who are just sick of criticizing themselves and then over cleaning their house because of it. What I mean by that is, are you looking at your house, thinking it's shit and then taking it as a reflection on you? Because if you're like me, you've been taught that being house proud, having a clean house, that is a reflection of you, which is something from my culture that I grew up really strongly with to the point that I hated having my, like my closest friends over because I would spend almost two days cleaning the house top to bottom because god forbid they found anything that looked like the house was lived in i would be fucking mortified so i want you to bear with me because i know for some of you this is a little bit triggering here it's like what are you doing michelle don't challenge me on this but it's all right we're going to do it together so how do we create this happy balance this middle ground that i am talking about firstly Write down all your negative thoughts you have around cleaning and then keep asking yourself why. Like, why does it matter that the house is clean? Why do you feel you have to do everything, etc.? You want to start to understand the root cause. So for me, we talked about how it related to a reflection of like who I am as a person and some of the beliefs that I grew up with. But cleaning was also a buffering tool which I didn't realize until I started to do this thought work. I used it to distract myself because for me, what I realized over time through awareness was it is so much easier for me to just complain about how much I had to do and all the cleaning that I was doing than actually sitting down and processing my fucking emotions from the weekday. So this is where taking our thoughts, having that awareness, putting it into an unintentional model is really, really key here. And it doesn't have to be the root thought as well. It can be those surface level thoughts too. 
But just see like what are the feelings, what are the actions that come up for you and what results do you create? And then ask yourself, do you want to continue this? Because here's the thing, there's, there actually isn't anything wrong with wanting to clean your house all the time. I love cleaning TikTok. It is very therapeutic. But for me, when I started a business, I literally wasn't able to spend hours cleaning. I didn't want to do that. And I wanted to work on my business and also have some time for myself. So I think for some of you listening here, you are going through the same thing. Not necessarily, you know, maybe you are starting a business, but you're sitting there like, I don't want to do this anymore. I do not want to be always constantly looking for something wrong. I do not want to do this. I want to live and enjoy my house. Like, do you want to be 90 on your deathbed? Like who is sitting there on the deathbed going, damn, I wish I cleaned more. (laughs) No one. (laughs) So if you want more of this time with your family, your friends, you know, living in that house, like really appreciating it, then you need to let go of these beliefs. This will be challenging, but let me tell you, it is so fucking worth it. And what you need to do is to work out what your equilibrium is, your happy middle ground. Okay, so now that you've worked out all the negative thoughts and all of that. And you've kind of seen the unintentional model. What I now want you to do is I want you to work out what is the minimum amount of cleaning you need to do to meet yourself halfway. Now to do this, ask yourself, first of all, focus on like one room, one area and ask if I only had 20 minutes to clean that area, What are the key things I would do? And write that down. So for the kitchen, like key things I need to do would be like maybe like empty the dishwasher, clean the coffee machine, wipe down services, empty bin. Now put that in the A line of your intentional model. These are the actions that you want to do. Also, Look at what results you're going to create for yourself from those actions. And look, again, be genuine. You might be looking at this being like, this sucks. I don't want to do this. This isn't enough. I want to do more cleaning. But it's like meeting yourself that, again, that happy equilibrium. And we're going to work towards, you know, getting you more comfortable in this equilibrium. But some of the results are you have done and, you know, just, you know, just enough isn't the word I want to use here, but you've done some cleaning and, You're also giving yourself a little bit of that free time. You're giving, you're creating that space for yourself. Now look at how do you want to feel moving forward? How do you want to feel in this intentional model? Do you want to feel happy? Do you want to feel calm? And then look at what would you need to think to feel that way? Do you want to moving forward think this is a house that has been lived in? Work out those thoughts because the key is you want to be practicing these thoughts so for me again a house that is lived in got it for me every single time because think about it a showroom house it looks nice but does it have that essence of humanness in it no does a house where amazing memories have been created Funny things have happened, meals have been shared, little accidents have happened and you've had a laugh about it. 
is that a showroom house or is that a house that's got fucking toys on the floor? Do you really want a showroom house? Or do you want that house filled with realness? Do you want to accept your humanness? Because really, that's what this is. Humans are naturally messy creatures, emotionally and outside as well. That's not a bad thing. It is okay for there to be some stuff around your house. I'm not talking about the scenarios where it is genuinely like a, you know, the health concern, like police get involved. I'm talking about you have a couple of toys on the floor. Maybe you have a spill on the table and you cannot stop thinking about it. You go to do it and then all of a sudden you're just judging and looking everything and you're like, well, I need to wipe down and keep cleaning and keep doing things. Is that really how you want to be going about your life? And no judgment, by the way, if the, if you genuinely just love to clean, that is also fine as well. But if you're looking to ease off that a little bit, then this is the right place. And let me tell you, this is why at first I need you to have awareness, looking at your negative thoughts, coming up with a thought to practice. Because What you'll be doing to give up these old beliefs is you are going to need to sit with some of the anxiety to just not clean, to let the kids' toys sit there for a little bit, to let the dishes that are messy that have been there for a couple of hours to stay there. You need to allow these negative thoughts and feelings from your unintentional model to be there and sit with it. That is so important. Sit with it process it, and then practice a new thought from your intentional model. Because if you keep saying to yourself, when you see those dishes there, this is just a house that is just lived in, what we are telling our limbic system is that this literally isn't a threat. If I do not do the cleaning, I'm not going to die. And we just reinforce this new neural network. Oh my God, I didn't do the dishes for a couple of hours and like I nothing happened. It's fine. It's like exposure therapy literally for your brain around the cleaning what you're doing at the end of the day is you're really just processing an urge you're not giving into it you're not resisting it you're just noticing the feelings the sensations in your body around the urge you just let it be now this is hard at first so i always recommend you just start like Keep your old routine, keep your rigorous cleaning and just notice what you're thinking and feeling. Really work to get that level of awareness because you will identify other things such as, for example, myself, I use cleaning as a buffering tool. Then work on allowing those feelings to be there and then start with baby steps. Set a plan. Say, okay, I'm going to focus on my work and sit with the feelings around the plate of dishes being there for X amount of time, then if the urge is still there and I want to do it, I will do the thing. I will clear the plates up. Practice the new intentional thought as well as you're doing this. You might think this isn't worth it. It's not working. Let me tell you that even five minutes where you sit there and you allow the feelings to be there and you don't go to clean up the plate and you practice that new thought such as this is a house is lived in, I guarantee you, 
your brain is creating a new neural pathway. It is like laying down a new road and you are creating a new belief system because you are telling your brain, hey, I didn't do the thing that you wanted me to do, which you really desperately thought I needed to do or I die, which is, you know, clean those plates and nothing bad happened. I had some mild anxiety, which ended up being like a hot sensation throughout my body. Like, what if I told you you could go from what I did, which was spending almost, I would say, six hours on a Saturday cleaning to literally one hour. This includes sorting out my guinea pigs, full clean of their cage, grooming them, etc., cleaning the kitchen, two bathrooms, a dining room, a living room, washing, spare bedroom, sorting out my dog, done. And what if I told you you could be okay with that and comfortable and actually think it was genuinely clean? It is possible because I went from like what I would consider obsessive cleaning to this level. It took some work, but holy shit, I cannot get over how much time I used to waste, for myself at least, cleaning. Now that I like looking back at it, it was just like, geez, and I'm happy with it. Not in a state of disillusionment. I'm not like actually living in mess and thinking that it's clean. I worked out the genuine minimum for me to be comfortable with. And look, sometimes that shifts. Literally this morning, I was just in a mood and I probably took a little bit extra longer in the kitchen, like bread tinned thing from the toaster like went everywhere and I just had to go in and like get rid of it all and clean it and I went a little bit anal with the cleaning that's totally fine but I've worked out my minimum baseline my happy minimum area and it's great and here's the thing your happy medium might look completely different to mine maybe yours is two hours doesn't matter. It's totally fine. The thing is, it's up to you. But what's important is write it all down, get the specific actions and then stick to it. Now, the second part I really wanted to add in here, but I actually realized this episode is going to be so long and it'll actually fit in to next week's episode. I'm going to talk about as well, because you might be sitting here saying, okay, Michelle, but I'm living with my partner and we both have different views or I do a majority of this house cleaning, etc. whatever. I'm going to discuss this and I think this fits so well with my future episode around feminism and just looking at how gender roles have played into what I believe is and what I can sometimes observe is there's always one partner who has a higher level of clean than the other one and then there's that disagreement between the two and how thought work can be really crucial but also how if you're really in the thought work as well that it's okay to you know do what you want you can ask requests and mediate and chat that through I'm going to going to share my own experience with my partner as well um, and how like you know using thought work and how we work together etc so that'll be for next week but take some of these actions that I'm talking about decide on purpose if you want to keep living in a showroom fantasy that you are trying to keep up for yourself silly beliefs that we've just inherited and absorbed from society or do you want to live in a home filled with realness and humanness and make some memories 
So go out there, try some of this stuff. And if you want some expert advice from someone who's done this herself, come reach out to me. All right. Take care, guys. Bye. Hey, are you feeling super overwhelmed on the weekend? You just cannot stop thinking about work and you really wish there was an off button. Well, you should sign up for my five day challenge. How to disconnect from work and enjoy your weekend again in a way that actually works for you, not against you doom scrolling on social media or binging Netflix, that's a thing of the past. I'm going to teach you a secret that I only share with my one-on-one clients that I'll be sharing for free in this challenge. Over the next five days, we're going to go through why you keep worrying, how to handle the top three most common weekend worries, and a step-by-step guide on how to get you out of anxiety and back into calm so you can truly enjoy your time off. Link is in the show notes below to sign up. We start on Wednesday, the 22nd of November. I'll see you there.